This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. We have been doing the best that we can over the past couple of months to promote as many short tracks as we can. We've gone to the West Coast. We've gone to the East Coast. We've gone down South. We've gone up North. We've even gone to Alaska. And today we go to a part of the country that you might not think racing of. When you think Idaho, what do you think about? Potatoes, maybe? I don't know. It's the stereotypical answer. But today we have the president of the Idaho Falls Raceway Park with us, Mr. Travis Walker. How are you doing? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you on. Um, my first question for you, uh, when did your career at the track start? So at the track, so I've been the president of the board for three years now, three seasons, and we're, uh, we'll be starting number four in the spring. Wow. Starting number four already. It, it's crazy how fast it goes, isn't it? I mean, I've, I've talked to a few uh, track owners and they say it seems like just five years ago you know it was opening day or you know a few months ago you know it was opening day but it seems like just yesterday um, it flies by and racing is kind of a almost what I call a never-ending season you know as someone that covers NASCAR it kind of feels like that when you've been sitting in front of a computer for 10 months talking about it but uh, it certainly goes fast. Um, what is your relationship like with the fans that come out to the track every night and what is your relationship with as well with the drivers? Uh, are you talking maybe me more specific or our association in general? Uh, well, well, just in general and, and maybe you yourself as well. Well, you know, I think I think we do a lot of good out there, you know. You know, drivers can be sometimes they may. <laughs> At, at times, but I think overall, I think we definitely put out a good product out there. I think we do a lot of good, and I think they definitely see that on as far as fans and drivers go. You know, that's why we agree to continue to do this. We absolutely love this sport and would do anything for it. Well, that's great so, to hear. And and speaking of, you know, your love for the sport, what is it about short track racing that kind of draws you to it? You know, what why why didn't you go say, okay, I'm going to go be a, a, a a drag racing promoter, a promoter of sports car racing, you know, what was it that kind of drew you to short tracks in that culture? Well, well, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> as much as you need. Well, this all started for me. I was, so I'm 43 this year and I've literally been around racing my entire life. And when I say racing, I mean, short track, oval track, started life on asphalt. And then we made the transition five years ago to dirt. Um, so just something I've been around my entire life. My dad would take us to the track. He used to go as a kid all the time. So it's just in, deep in our blood. Um, naturally, we're going to be fans of, you know, cup racing. And then anything local oval track has always been a deep passion of mine. Well, it, it, I've, I've said this to a lot of uh, short track promoters and owners. And and that's that, you know, when you look at the guys in the cup series, the Xfinity series, the Trek series, you know, even IndyCar, um, there are a lot of dirt racers there and, and dirt racing, short track racing of on any surface is just 
it's a rung of the ladder that's often overlooked, but it's a rung of the ladder that, you know, you're not getting any higher on the ladder most of the time unless you start out um, on the short tracks. And so many people have, have come through them, um, you know, Cup Series champions and whatnot. And, and you still see drivers like Kenny Schrader out there, you know, going and, and ripping up a, a short track in, you know, the middle of nowhere, Kansas or, or somewhere. Um, and, you know, you're like, wow, okay, they really love it. And, and that's, that's what I love about, about stock car racing is really that you get that relationship between the lower levels and the higher levels. Um, it's a really personal um, relationship. Um, and you said you took over four years ago, but big picture here, where do you want to see this racetrack and this facility in, you know, 10, 20 years? What it, for you is kind of the ultimate end goal of getting to? You know, I, I've been asked that question a lot. I think about that question often. <clears throat> I mean, you definitely never want to go backwards in life. You always want to continue to move forward. I would love to see us, I mean, lack of a better word, is more on the map. I'd love for people to know, and when they think of Idaho, like you mentioned, you know, short track racing here or racing in general is not just a drag strip. We have a drag strip about a half hour west of us. And I still get people, you know, years later, still don't know that the oval track is here. <clears throat> you know, like I say, I love cup racing and everything in between, but it's it's the short track because you got to have that stepping stone for kids and just working their way up the ranks in life. But our end goal, I sure would love to see our facility grow, double and triple the fan count, the kids out there. We race go-karts. We're really trying, you know, trying to grow that. You know, uh, we're tapping into the world of sprint cars. There's a few series we've been talking with, dirt late models. I would just love, love, love to get a lot lot more diverse out there. For sure. And bringing all those different racing series out there, uh, it'll, it'll help um, bring in those new fans. Have you had a favorite moment, a favorite promotion you guys have done yet? Has there been just that one moment that right now, anyway, you look back on and say, that is like the snapshot. That's the one thing that I've really taken away. Well, there's actually many of those. Um, probably the most recently one we've done, we did a charity event one one night, and it was kind of spearheaded by one of our um, local racers. That She's got a year left of high school, and she's got college plans in that. Well, she, we did a, oh, it's like a race Gosh, I can't remember what she called it. It was similar to those race for the cures you see a lot of. Only this was a the burn unit that they've experienced in their family. And I tell you what, they all came out. She brought like tons of her volleyball friends and all these people from school, and they were all wearing pink shirts. And you should have seen the people in the stands. I mean, it was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. To just to have something like that and people that feel, you know, they just find something that they truly love and, and want to support and especially for a good cause, it really makes them, you know, push the dial even more. And it's fun to be a part of community involvement of any. Absolutely. And, and that's the, you know, that's the thing when you look at, you know, short tracks like you guys that are in, you know, smaller States or smaller towns. Um, I, I've had the fortune of talking to, um, now, of course, his name escapes me right now, but um, Mr. Tim, I can't remember his last name, that uh, runs the Snowball Derby in Pensacola. 
and Glenn Luckett, who manages the Salem Speedway in Salem, Indiana, and they have so many big names come through. Uh, but the thing that they always look back on, and they they told me that too, is just kind of those those moments of community. And you know, you you get that sometimes in the big national sports, but you don't get them often enough. And then when you look at a moment like that, that you know, that's what I take away is that the the community, you know, a community of of race fans, of people just. And you said it wanting out, uh, wanting to come out and, and support a good cause. And uh, that's that's really special. Um, my last question for you, sir, is is where can we find you both physically? You know, where, where are you guys on the map and where are you guys on the Internet? Where can we find you on a website or on social media? So we we have all of our social media platforms. Um, more specific, we have our website. So IdahoFallsRaceway.com. We're also on Facebook. We have a couple different pages on there, but it's the same thing. Idaho Falls Raceway uh, slash Snake River Stock Car Association. So that's how we're found. It's They're both really active. We're constantly posting to those almost daily. Um, yeah, we just try to keep it current, try to keep it active. And we like the second page I have or we have is for our drivers. That way, you know, special events and things like that. That's just kind of how we stay close to we, to one another, obviously. But yeah, that's how we're able to be found. Well, that's great. Get out, get out there to the track. Um, you know, if, if you can't get there uh, in person, go to their social medias, go to their website, you know, watch them on Flow Racing, listen on the radio if that's an option. Just do whatever you can to, to support this track and all these uh, short tracks across the country because we wouldn't have, you know, these big, you know nascar events we wouldn't have some of these drivers without the short track so sir thank you so much for coming on the show today thank you for having us this is mario andre and you are listening to below the yellow line <laughs>